All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the live stream. We're going to do home buying Q&A. We're also going to run through a quote. Um, but uh, welcome, everyone. If you can hear me fine and everything, I don't know, give me a thumbs up. Tell me where you're at. Don't give me like a detailed city. How about just like a state? <laughs> so we can see where everyone's at. Let's not um, like dox each other online. Jennifer, it's good to see you. You said you're off work and you got your six month badge. I didn't even know that was a I didn't know that was a thing. You get badges? Is that a thing? Is that real? Dang. Um, awesome. Let me see here. What? Why is this not working? What's going on here? There we go. Add. That's it. Uh, Jack, good to see you. Take your real estate test tomorrow. That's exciting. Well, best of luck. I hope you. Uh, hope you do well there. Linda, good to see you. Be bravo. From California, the good old California cash buyers. Lovely. We've got uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey from Chan V. Uh, let's see, who else do we have in here? Miss Lady 309. Um, every time I see those numbers, I think of uh, I think of Pitbull. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, um, oh, six months as a channel supporter. Well, thanks so much, Jennifer. I really appreciate it. Uh, Zach, good to see you. Tanner, hello. Keisha from Texas. Wonderful. Is Texas nice? Because I've been having this thought recently of like, should I move out of Ohio? And Texas is kind of up, up there on the list. Um, why Albert, Pablo, Texas as well. Five Love Beauty. Good to see you. Hello. Mika or Mika, San Antonio, Texas. City Girl. Hey, Angelica. Good to see you. VA. Wonderful. All right, cool. Well, what I want to do first is I do want to get started in um, kind of understanding loan quotes. So, and then we'll also jump into Q&A. So feel free to leave questions in here as we go along, and then I'll circle around to answering those. But um, it, when when you're shopping for loan quotes, and I posted a little bit of a video on this earlier, it's really hard to figure out like which is the right one. Um, and so a couple of you have emailed those quotes, and I haven't been able to get around to all of them yet, but I do have one that I want to run through here. And I um, want to be very careful to not say this person's name because I want to keep all their information private. Um, but I do want to show you this calculator that I'm working on that's going to be a part of the Win the House You Love planner that hopefully should be done in like the next two months. The whole goal is for it to basically be a whole pre-built to-do list for everything you need to do and calculators that are going to help you make better decisions when you're looking to buy a home. Um, Javier, good to see you, my friend. Uh, let's see. So I'm going to screen share real quick um doo -doo -doo, screen share awesome um black beauty i said your name there you go <laughs> welcome um okay so this planner it's or this calculator it's not available yet um but it will be so what i'm working on is is actually kind of testing this out a little bit because i need to actually like test things and you know make sure that it's rock solid before you hand it off to people um, because obviously I want everything to be as accurate as possible. So, um, several of you sent me quotes, so I'm just going to pull in the quotes that one person sent to me. And again, I'm going to try to, uh, not say their name. I want to make sure everything is as private as possible. So I label these quotes one, two, and three. And so let me open these up real quickly. So when you're shopping for a mortgage, you likely are going to be seeing, see if I can put these on screen a little bit easier. Um, you're likely going to be getting something like this from different lenders, right? These are three different quotes from three different lenders, and they all 
look kind of similar, but they're also completely different from each other, right? They're not entirely the same. And so it can be really confusing to figure out like, well, which is the right one? Which one do I go with? And there's not a lot of information in comparing these. And unfortunately, there's not any tools or software that actually helps you compare these things together. So I decided to build one of my own. And um, so let me show you how this would work. So we do have this worksheet uh, that someone sent to me, okay? Uh, so now we wanna take all of these numbers and try to make some sense out of it. Uh, so the first thing that we would need to do is put in what our scenario is, all right? And so um, I can look through here and I can see that they put a purchase price of 400,000. I know this is probably, oh, my my face is entirely blocking it. That's okay, you don't actually need to see all these details here, I'll, I'll talk them out a little bit. Um, and Zach's saying, I thought you couldn't review quotes. Initially, I didn't review quotes just because it takes too much time for me to do individually, which is why I built some uh, tools that do that for you. So 400 is what we'll put in as the purchase price. And we want to use the same purchase price when we're comparing all these loans together. We want to keep them as similar scenarios as possible so we can actually choose the right lender um, and not just the right scenario. So then for property taxes, uh, a lender is likely going to estimate property taxes for you. And we want to keep that the same with each because no matter what lender you choose, the property taxes are going to be the same on the home that you choose, right? The lender doesn't impact your taxes, only the county does. Now this lender estimated 350 a month in property taxes. So that's yearly $4,200. Um, so we're just going to keep that. You know, this person likely is going to be looking at different homes that aren't going to be $4,200 a month in taxes, but probably will be around the same range. And therefore looking for homeowners insurance, this lender quoted $95 a month. Now this is in the state of Maryland. Uh, 95 a month would be super low for Ohio. Uh, in Ohio to anticipate that more, that homeowner's insurance be quite a bit higher. Um, but we can leave that for now and maybe that would be a, a better discussion to have with an insurance agent. But up here is where I can put in the name. And so I'm just gonna call this lender one because I'm again, I'm leaving out you know, private information <laughs> in here um, since this is a live stream. We don't wanna give away uh, too much stuff, right? Um, let's see here. So now what we wanna do is select the loan. So all of these are gonna be conventional, but I could choose, you know, whatever loan type we're using here. 5% uh, down is what the lender has in here. All right, so um, let me find where that's at. Do, do, do. See, even like, even for me, it's like I have to scroll through and find things. There we go, 95% LTV, um, which is 5% down, so 20,000 down. Uh, that's the hard part is looking at these quotes is they're all different, and so it's hard to figure out where is all this information that I need to see. So 5% down, this is gonna be a 30-year loan, so we can see amortization term, 360, that's 360 months, which is 30 years. Interest rate um, is 2.875, so 2.875. And um, we'll bring the decimal place out. Now we look at closing costs. This is where it becomes interesting. When you are comparing lenders closing costs, I don't actually care about all of the other things like title and recording fees and insurance because those are all going to be the same no matter what lender you choose. Uh, the only thing that's going to be different are what the lender actually charges. So in this instance, it's going to be the application fee and the processing fee. All right, appraisal fee is gonna be charged on every loan. No matter what lender you use, it's gonna be about the same. Same with title. 
titles charged by a title company, not a lender. These are just estimates. So I actually only want to compare the lender's fees in here. Is everyone tracking with me so far? If there's at any point where it's like, I'm explaining things too quickly, let me know. But if we're all tracking, I don't know, feel free to give me like a thumbs up or some like <laughs> validation that we're using in the, uh, you know, we're working in the right, uh, the right path. So for closing costs in here, I'm gonna add these together, 1395. So 1490 is the lender charges on this loan. Now I don't see any points in here. It actually says zero points. So we're just gonna, we're gonna roll with that. Okay, uh, the last thing is monthly mortgage insurance. So since this is a conventional loan, we need to find the mortgage insurance on this and they're quoting 136 per month, okay? And since this is a conventional loan, it will fall off when we hit 20% equity in the home. All right, so that's quote one. So we did that. Now let's look at quote two. Five Love Beauty's given a thumbs up. Angelica, thumbs up, awesome. Um, cool, so now we need to look at quote two and do basically the same thing, all right? Uh, so I'm gonna call this lender two. Same thing, this is a conventional loan. Um, they're doing 5% down again, all right? 400,000, 5% down. Interest rate's 2.75%, 2.75, awesome. Now we need to find what the closing costs are. Okay, and so again, we're only looking at lender specific fees. Um, and the lender specific fees would be, where did my, <laughs> my like live stream window completely disappeared? All right, well, as long as it's still recording, I guess we're good. Um, so we have $600 in underwriting fees and 595 in processing fees. And then it looks like there's a tax related service fee, whatever that is. Um, there's also appraisal. We're not gonna count that since that's charged on every loan. There is a credit report fee of 63, flood certification of 14, and a technology fee. Um, and I put in too many, there we go. So we're looking at 1371, make sure that's right. I missed a, 1466 is the total closing cost for this. Okay, and we now need to look for points. I don't see any points on this loan either. Again, this is the frustrating thing about quotes where it's like you're, <laughs> like I'm sitting here looking, are there points? Yes, no, I don't see them listed. So we're going to assume, no, I do see a credit of negative 950. Okay, so let's put that in there. Credits work the opposite of points. So, that's what we'll put in, we'll put negative 950. And then let's look at the third quote. We'll call them lender three. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed mortgage insurance here. Uh, doo -doo -doo, mortgage insurance, 91. Oh, we'll round up to 92. Okay, so they're quoting 136 in mortgage insurance and they're quoting $92 in mortgage insurance. And now we need to figure out, okay, well, which one of those now is better? Oh, I found my live stream window. Um, <laughs> now we move to lender three. So this one is where things fall apart a little bit because this lender's quote is actually for a different purchase price. Their purchase price is 350 and they're quoting 10% down instead of 5% down. So when we're quoting, when we're comparing these lenders together, we wanna make sure that they're all quoted at the same purchase price 
to get a more um, a more accurate quote when we're looking at these side by side. Okay. Um, however, what we're going to do in this case, what I would do is actually go back to this lender and say, "Hey, could you give me a quote for four hundred thousand dollars?" Because that's what we're comparing with the other two lenders. Um, but since that's not the case, we're going to just go in and assume that this is four hundred thousand. But if this is actually me talking with the lender, I would ask them to quote me at four hundred thousand. So interest rate is 3%. And again, this was at a 10% down. So I'd want them to also quote me at 5% if that's what I'm comparing with these other lenders. So we'll look at, we'll take a look at five and 10% down. Um, closing costs. I can see an origination fee here of 11.99. Uh, no points. Looks like there's a credit report fee of 48. There's a tax service fee of 75. Flood certification of 11. And a technology fee of 94. So that's 1427 for this lender. And zero points. And now we look at their mortgage insurance, which is, where is it at? $71. So qu quite a bit cheaper, um, like half of lender one, right? Okay, so now we need to figure out, well, which one is the best option for us? Because I think that's one of the hardest things to do is you get all these quotes and now you're like, well, okay, well, which one do I go with? Which one's the better one for us? And loans actually change their costs over a period of time. So we can see the monthly payment for each of these uh, lenders. Um, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll do one with 10% down here in just a minute. Um, but when you're looking at the difference in like the rate and the cost as well, it's a little confusing to figure out, well, which is the best option for you? And so this calculator is actually going to allow you to put in Choose the year, the amount of time you think you're going to be in the home. Um, so maybe a good average is 10 years. And then it will tell you the lowest cost loan at the end of year 10, for instance, is lender two. So by choosing that one, you would save $6,100 compared to the most expensive loan, which would be lender one. So lender two is the cheapest. Lender three is the middle. And then lender one is the most expensive in this uh, instance. Okay. Um, and... Then we can kind of scroll down through here, see year 10 with the monthly payment is as well. You'll notice there's no mortgage insurance that fell off, right? Um, here's the balance. And I can see how long we pay mortgage insurance on each of these loans. They're all pretty similar, just about uh, just about seven years that we pay mortgage insurance on that, okay? Um, now, if you're we gonna be in the home for 15 years, you can see pretty much the entire duration of 30 years Lender two is the cheapest. Now these loans are super close to each other. Um, they're not, there's not these like huge differences. It'd be very different if one was maybe like an FHA loan, for instance. Um, but what you mainly are looking for are these things when you're comparing loans, what are the net financing costs? Um, and I know it can be, seem really boring. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> these are like mortgage numbers are not like super sexy, but you really can save a lot of money. Like just by choosing the right lender would have saved you $6,000. That's $6,000 extra in your pocket uh, if you make this right choice. That's all you have to do is go with one lender over the other to save that much money. Like it's very easy um, to, to make that choice to save this kind of money with it. So what you're mainly looking for is like, okay, what are the finance mortgage insurance? There is not on conventional loans. How much are you paying in monthly mortgage insurance for each of these loans? And you can see lender three is quite a bit cheaper um, what are the closing costs? Uh, what are the points? And then what are the interest? And even though Lender 3 had a lot cheaper mortgage insurance, it had a higher rate. 
right, than lender one and lender two. And so it just takes all the confusion out of you having to do all this work. So um, this is making sense. We tracking, tracking with this. Uh, I do want to show you with 10% down how much this changes. Um, with 10% down, you're obviously paying a lot less in interest. Uh, and so you can see where lender three down here becomes the cheaper option down here in the green. So over 10 years, we save 8,000. Over 30 years, we save 10,000. Um, nothing super, super crazy. Um, doo -doo. Yeah, and James, James was saying uh, mortgage insurance quotes can be all over the place. Um, yeah, so the mortgage insurance quotes should be accurate to the, like when you get a quote, like they theoretically would be accurate to what's actually being quoted because the mortgage insurance is being provided by the lender. It's just that different lenders charge different amounts for mortgage insurance, um, which is really interesting. One thing I do want to see before we drop, jump into a Q&A is if this was an FHA loan, what this would look like. Um, and I'm just going to call this FHA lender. Um, you can see how much more expensive this FHA loan is. Even like, let me even make this like a 2.75% rate. Um, I mean, look how much more expensive this uh, FHA loan is over 30 years. Like, you know, potential savings of $58,000 just by not going with the FHA loan. And so FHA loans aren't bad, but they just are very expensive. And one of the main reasons why is because of this finance mortgage insurance costs that's front loaded to uh, your loan amount. Um, and so if you do end up selling, that's money that you theoretically lost or are paying interest on over the period of the entire duration of, uh, of your loan. Um, where did I plug in my side check money? Uh, <laughs> cool. So that is, um, that's what I am hoping to have released as soon as possible. Uh, it's taken me quite a bit of time to put all of the like dumb mortgage lot mortgage logic into this. Um, because mortgages are just too complex, way too complex. Um, so hopefully that's going to be releasing soon. Um, and for those of you who have emailed me to review your quotes, um, I'll be doing that as soon as I can, probably within the next uh, day or two. So um, let's jump into some Q&A. Does that sound fair to everybody? Um, Tanner asked, uh, when should I make a final decision on a lender? After the pre-approvals or upon the offer acceptance? I'm getting pre-approved with three lenders right now. So you can do both. There isn't necessarily a right or a wrong answer. However, if what I would always recommend is to try to make a decision on a lender at the pre-approval stage. Um, try to shop them all within you know a day or two and then make a decision there. Because likely what will happen is that the lender that was the best for you at the pre-approval stage is probably still going to be the best for you when you're under contract. Like even if their rates are like different from each other, they're going to fluctuate with the market the same. It's not like they're going to be all over the place, uh, if that kind of makes sense. So one lender that's better at pre-approval stage is still probably going to be better for you when you're under contract. Um, however, if you want, you can always still reach back out to a lender and see like, hey, could you give me another quote? Um, because I'm under contract and I'd like to see maybe something a little bit more accurate. I personally would just want to get the shopping thing out of the way. And then you can focus on the things you need to do to actually move because there's going to be a lot more stress going on 
on top of shopping for lenders. I'd rather get that out of the way and then move on to uh, to you being able to move and doing everything else. Um, to do C. Williams, my lender finally gave me a loan analysis. She said that it can change. She said that she is giving me an estimate. Uh, what's the deal here? Yeah, so everything unfortunately is an estimate because uh, if you're not under contract for a home, um, it's difficult to nail down exactly what the right answer is because your loan amount may change, your credit score may change over that period of time as well. Um, not to mention like the home is going to have different taxes or different home insurance requirements. Um, so when you are under contract, you're going to be given what's called a loan estimate. And even that still is an estimate because the lender is only the lender, right? They don't charge taxes. They don't charge homeowners insurance. They don't charge for title. They don't charge an appraisal. I think a lot of people think that the lender charges all of these things. Um, and the lender only charges their things, but they're responsible to give you an estimate of everything else. And so what they're trying to do is give you an estimate of what they anticipate you'll run into. But ultimately, there are a lot of things in there that can change that the lender just ultimately isn't responsible for. Um, and so what your hope is, is that the lender gives you the most accurate um, uh, estimate as possible. Sorry, I blanked a little bit. Um, let me see. Louis or Luis, how soon can I get out of an FHA loan? Um, if you're talking about selling it, you can sell at any time that you want. There's no restrictions on when you can sell an FHA loan. Like you can buy it and then sell it within, I don't know, the next day if you want to. But if you're talking about refinancing, um, refinancing normally is going to be six months is what you'd anticipate there. Um, or renting would be a minimum of one year. And um, while we're at it, I'm gonna open a bottle of rum. So I've been on this, uh, one of my friends introduced me to rum. <laughs> uh, I mean, I knew it existed. I just didn't know it was so good. And um, so that's what I'm going to do. If I can get this thing open. Oh my gosh. I'm really struggling. Watch me not be able to open this up. What is... The like plastic is not going to come off. Um, mm -mm. Danny said that mortgage insurance is crazy. That was actually pretty low on the mortgage insurance side. Um, especially compared to something like FHA's mortgage insurance is insane. Uh, Archie, is there a possibility of 40 year government backed loans? Um, that actually does exist right now. Not as a, you can't purchase with a 40 year, <laughs> like how much I'm struggling with this. Um, but you, as a modification, so a loan modification is basically if you already have a loan, and you talk to your lender and you're like, hey, we can't we can't pay this back right now. Um, we can't make our mortgage payment. They'll do a modification. It will impact your credit uh, unfavorably. So I wouldn't do it unless you actually need to. Um, geez, what is going on? All right, this dumb plastic will not come off of this cap. I guess it doesn't really need to, but um, make sure to say an educational tidbit about your drink so you don't get in trouble with YouTube. Um, here, educational. This is, I don't know, is this Diplomatico? Is this how you say this? Uh, educational. This is um, a dark liquor. And it tastes good. Is that, um, <laughs> is that educational enough? Uh, maybe not. Who knows? Um, okay. I just discovered rum, cries, and Caribbean. I, it's not that I... Maybe. Okay. All right. You got me there. 
Uh, hey, it came off. I always knew rum existed, but I th always thought it was like, you know, something that you have in mixed drinks. And then a friend of mine was like, no, it's actually really great to just have straight. And then I started having it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to become a problem. Um, so I'm going to introduce you all to my new rum problem as we get into real estate questions. <laughs> cool. All right. So I'm going to scroll back up here and see um, if I can answer some of your questions. When getting pre-approval, will lenders be able to tell you what your closing costs are? Um, they should at least give you a really solid estimate. Unfortunately, um, you know, I like, so I made a video today saying like, hey, some of you emailed me your loan quotes and I would love to see if I can put them through this calculator that I just showed you and give you some direction on what might be the best option for you. And um, there were a lot of people who sent in quote, they sent in like pre-approvals that had no numbers on them. And so unfortunately, there are a lot of loan officers who will not give you information. Like sometimes they won't even tell you the rate. Um, and if that, I think you need to have a full quote and he's estimate everything, taxes, insurance, even though it's just an estimate, you as the buyer does like should, uh, you have like the right to see an estimate of information. Um, it does not make sense for real estate professionals to put all the you know, the responsibility on the buyer to know every single cost that's going to go into a deal. Um, and I, like, I, I think I mentioned that in like one of the past videos that I, uh, like the most recent video that I recorded, um, where it's like, there are a lot of loan officers who are just kind of like, oh, it's the buyer's responsibility to know all this stuff. It's like, if this is your first time buying a home, which for most people it is, like how much, like, am I really expecting somebody to understand all the intricacies of it? Like, no. Your job as a loan officer is to be an effective guide to help people understand everything going on, even if it's not your direct responsibility to do that. At least that's my personal take on it. So will they be able to? Yes. Will they? It depends who you work with. I would suggest working with somebody who's going to give you a full quote um, because I think that transparency is going to be the thing that's going to help you um, when you're purchasing your home. Um, Mars seven and grew one. <laughs> uh, what's the difference between mortgage for primary residence and investment property? Love your videos. Well, thanks for watching. Um, so primary residence is a home like when you live in uh, a minimum for one year. Uh, an investment property is one that you don't live in and that you likely probably rent out. You don't have to rent it out, but the difference is in occupancy. Are you going to live in the home or not? Um, and that's the that's the main thing. Um, A and F New York said my loan officer ghosted me right after I acknowledged the loan disclosures. Really? That sucks. What? Well, I'm I'm sorry that happened to you. At least it's a sign where you're like. At least you know now that it's probably, you know, good to back out while you still have the time to you know not put your contract in jeopardy and just move on. Um, unfortunately, you know it sucks that it happened, but it's always nice to know it sooner. Um, rather than later. Do I like pickles? Hmm. Should I answer this? Yes, I do like I do like pickles. Is there a follow-up to that? I feel like I'm not going to like the follow-up to that question. <laughs> um, any local banks in the Dayton area offering less than 20% down on investment properties? Uh, I don't know specifically banks, but um, the minimum down on investment property is actually 15%. Uh, so if you want, I have a, if you go to my homepage, winhouseyoulove.com, um, and click right there on the homepage, it says, uh, mm, 
what does it say? Connect with a lender or something like that. Um, I connect you with uh, Danielle, who's uh, just got, um, she actually, she's been a, a loan officer uh, coordinator for a long time and actually just got licensed. Um, so I can connect you with her and she does a fantastic job. It can help you look at that. But yeah, 15% is the minimum for, uh, for investment properties. So you should be good there. Um, everyone thinks it's 20% for some reason. No one reads the rules, unfortunately. Um, for FHA loans, if you qualify for the 3.5% down payment, won't that make your mortgage payments much higher than if you put a larger amount? Yes, it will. Uh, putting a higher down payment will lower the loan amount and you do pay your mortgage payment based on the loan amount. So the bigger the loan is, the higher your monthly payment is. So, um, Javier, when is the housing market going to crash and why do you think it's going to be in October? <laughs> it's going to be on October 3rd. So better watch out for that big, big boom and bust to happen. Mm. This is very, so spicy. Um, you like how I have this in a wine glass? And so if you like breathe in, it just shoots the, all this nice hot alcohol right into your eyes. That's a great time. Real great time. Um, I received a raise about two months ago. Congratulations. That's awesome. I hope it was a massive raise or at least decently sizable. Um, well, thanks, James. Yeah, almost at 80. That's in incredible. Um, can you roll closing costs and or down payment into a 2 3 k loan? No, you cannot, unfortunately. Um, the only loan you can roll closing costs into is a USDA loan if it appraises higher than the purchase price. Um, Archie, can you buy points on VA loans? You sure can. Absolutely. Um, what do you think about buying a condominium in Wisconsin? Um, go for it. I don't know anything about, don't know anything about Wisconsin. And I, I, it says you're in Chicago. Uh, I would just say, make sure you're familiar with the area before you do decide to purchase, um, is probably the best thing that you could, uh, you could do there. Um, Angelica, you love spicy liquors, uh, spicy wines, spicy wines. What's a spicy wine? Like a, like a dry wine. Is that, is that what I mean? I need to get a more like suitable glass for this. Um, mm, 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 mm. Ernie said, I never win, but it's nicer doing something for somebody else. Keep the good work. Uh, I hope someone's luck is better than mine in my sixties and still don't own my house. You know what? Uh, I, and a lot of people, are with you, right? Uh, it can feel super, super discouraging to be looking to buy a house right now. Totally get it. And I guarantee everyone else in this chat, if not like 80% of the people in this chat are completely with you. So I know it's frustrating. Um, hey, and I'm, I'm at least glad that you're here and you're wanting to stick around and learn a little bit more. Um, but uh, I would just say, yeah, if you need to take a break, take a break, right? Uh, it's perfectly fine. It doesn't always have to be this like either or. Um, and don't get down about or, you know, on yourself about if you don't own a home 
at this point, right? Uh, everyone's on their own timeline, their own pace, doing the things that work for them. And so you're kind of at a spot where you're saying, this is what I want. And now I'm just trying to figure out how do I make that work? Um, and there doesn't have to come with, there doesn't have to be any shame involved in uh, where you're at, no matter what that looks like. Yeah, James, I don't think there's rum glasses, but I think there's better glasses than wine glasses. I was what I'm, because, <laughs> because <laughs> literally like it, like, I guess I just should stop breathing, but um, I feel like I exhale and it will shoot it right back into my eye. And uh, it's, it's not a pleasant, it's not a pleasant feeling. Um, <laughs> uh, Tanner, um, when I was showing the quotes, you asked this, at what point in the process would this exercise take place once an offer is accepted? Um, oh my gosh, my screensaver just kicked in. Uh, it could happen at the pre-approval stage or when the offer is accepted, really um, just kind of depends. Um, do you know anything about non-QM loans? Yeah, non-QM loans are basically just loans that kind of don't fit in the normal conventional box or FHA box or whatever. Uh, so normally you're going to see this with something like um, a bank statement loan for self-employed borrowers or for somebody who just got recently out of a bankruptcy or something like that. Um, they can be good, but very uh, high interest rate and usually high costs. So. Um, just something to be watchful for. <laughs> yeah, this is from my 100% real Twitter account. Um, and that's the Twitter account that I actually post all my OnlyFans content on. So um, if you're not willing to take that risk, then, uh, then you know, that's on you. Um, yeah, that was definitely the rum tweeting at that point. Uh, do you know a lot about patio? I have no clue what patio is. Like an outdoor patio? I, that's probably not what you're talking about, is it? Um, the British Navy British Navy rum ration was served in a little copper cup. Huh. Kind of like a, like a Moscow Mule kind of deal? Hmm. Didn't know that. Um... Dominic, can you get an owner-occupied mortgage but end up using property for investment instead? After a year, you can. Yes, don't do it before a year. It's technically mortgage fraud. Nobody wants to go to jail for mortgage fraud. That's not fun. Um, am I a mortgage underwriter yourself? No, I am not a mortgage underwriter. I am a licensed loan officer in the state of Ohio. <laughs> um, what's a cash buyer program, Javier? Is it a corporate cash buyer program? Dude, you want to hop on? You should, you should, um, if you're free, you want to hop on? Javier and I, I guess, do this thing now instead of where we're like, instead of in advance, like scheduling a live together, it's just randomly seeing each other and being like, you want to, you want to get on here? Um, shoot me a text. I'll, I'll send you the link if you want to, but, uh, no pressure if you don't want to, too. I'll just go cry later. It's not a big deal. Um, would you expect the conforming loan limit to be in 2022? Great question uh, that no one's ever asked me before. I have no clue, uh, honestly. I imagine it's just going to continue to go up. It goes up every year as home prices grow in their cost. Um, but what that will actually be, I, you know, I, I really don't know. Um, how soon can you refinance out of an FHA loan? Six months is normally what you're going to expect there. Um, let me... Let me get this link to send to good old Javi. 
where is my button that does the invite copy and of course he's got windows windows is garbage we all know that right does everyone agree with me windows is garbage we on that we on that train all right let me send this email to javier and switch this over okay so if he hops on we will see Okay. Um, okay. Let me see. Will the housing market change soon? Will it be a buyer's market? Um, great question. It does look like things are slowing down the momentum. Will it look like a buyer's market? It's so hard to say. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem like that at the moment. I feel like we're still quite a bit away from buyer's market. Um, however, it does really feel like. A, a slowdown is happening. Um, doo -doo -doo. Should I tell my loan officer that I lost 5k on crypto? Uh, well, probably, probably not a big deal. Um, most of the time, you can't use uh, cryptocurrency on your mortgage anyway, so you should be fine. Um, Jonathan, great question. Can you explain what earnest money is and how it impacts a deal? There are some great questions in here, so I just want to let you know. You all, I appreciate you all being here and asking these great questions. Um, earnest money, what used to be called a good faith deposit, and I think some people still call it that, or some states might call it that, uh, is basically when you put in a contract to a seller, so let's say you're offering $300,000, and maybe you say, I'm going to put $1,000 down for earnest money. So basically you're saying, I'm going to put up $3,000 that I could potentially lose if I don't follow through on my end with the contract. One of the main goals of earnest money is so that buyers can't just sign on a home for an offer and then take up the seller's time and then get cold feet and just jump out whenever they want to. Because theoretically, if a buyer put in an offer on a home and said, I'm gonna put $3,000 in earnest money, that gets held into an escrow account, a separate company holds those funds um, most of the time. And then if you as a buyer are just like, ah, I'm not feeling it anymore, then technically the seller normally can keep that money. Now, if something happens or like the appraisal comes in short or the home inspection doesn't meet your standards, depending on your contract, that can change how earnest money is being um, handled. But that's basically kind of what what uh, earnest money is, is there for. Um, it's not applicable in all markets. Like around here, a lot of people don't do or write earnest money on contracts. Um, now I live in Dayton, Ohio. Like we don't have this crazy you know, market like <laughs> a lot of other places do. Um, but there are a lot of agents who just don't do earnest money around here because it's not really needed. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of, of a dumb thing because there's so many stipulations on it. But um, you and Javier are perfect for each other. <laughs> we do. I think we do. Uh, we flow very well together. Javier is a great guy, um, not just in work, but he's a great friend. Um, mm -mm. You like this coping mechanism I do? And the, the silence and the lulls, I just kind of make these little humming noises because I'm too insecure about the silence. <laughs> uh, Americano Mondays. Ooh, is this a show? Is this a show about Americanos? The coffee? Um, does changing banks before beginning a home loan lending process affect your chances of getting approved? Uh, no, it shouldn't. Um, I mean, so the approval is only going to depend on which bank 
or lender you decide to work with. Um, so as long as you're doing that before you're under contract, then you should be golden um, and shouldn't be running into any issues there. Um, Kyle, does your calculator identify investment properties? Um, it could, it, you can use it to compare the loans of investment properties, but there's not necessarily a specific field in there for investment properties because it, uh, it wouldn't impact which loan is better. Um, however, it won't like identify properties for you to invest in. Um, it would just help you compare which loan is better for specific properties. Um, let me see if, uh, if Javier... Oh, wait. I emailed it. Oh, let me send it to him on a text. Um, text. Archie, I appreciate the uh, the super chat. Um, let me see where your question is. How would you do split equity co ownership? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think what you mean by that. By that, do you mean like just owning a home together with somebody? If that's the case, um, normally it's just gonna be something that's split 50-50, but if you want that to be different, then you may need to get an attorney involved. Uh, maybe talk to a real estate attorney and see if there's something you need to do to um, make sure that when you sell the property or refinance that uh, there is um, an understanding of how ownership is going to be split um, when something like that does end up, or if that does end up happening. I have one collection on my credit report and have a 700 score. Should I worry? No. Um, if you have a 700 score, likely that collection was probably a long time ago and probably isn't going to impact your approval um, at all. Is it too late for me to buy a home? I'm. Oh, where, where'd it go? Uh, is it too late for me to buy a home? I'm 74 going on 45. Hold on. Javier sent me this GIF. Here we go GIF or GIF. It's the one, and um, it's just flashing, and I feel like I'm gonna have a seizure. Okay, uh, is it too late for me to buy a home? I'm 74, going on 45. Um, no, not too late at all. Never too late to buy a home. If that's something that you wanna do and you're ready for it, go for it. There is no age limit. Um, age is actually a protected class for a loan, so you can um, buy a home whenever you'd like. <sighs> Here he is. Here comes the boy. Oh no. Get that off. Get that dumb. I am not putting that up here. <laughs> Wait, if you're talking, I can't hear you. Imaging Edge webcam. Are you muted, my man? I can't, I can't hear you. Hello? Hello? Is it? I'm going to add you in and see if we can hear you there. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, you have me muted. Oh, did I? Is that how it works? I, it should have let me. Yeah, you have me muted. Oh, dang. Not on purpose. Is it? Is, is, is this the good mic? Hello? Hello? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty crispy. Hey. Where's the where's the rum? Where's that nasty drink that you uh, you had in... Um, the, the Grand Canyon. What was that uh, nasty, fishy drink that you gave me? <laughs> That's the Michelada. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. I don't know if I would say that publicly, Kyle. We're in a freaking 
demonetize you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I might like upset an entire culture. No, not demonetize culture. Your audience is going to hate you. Everyone loves Micheladas, dude. No way. Who loves... Does yeah. anyone even know what this is? It was like... Yeah. It's like clam juice and nasty salsa. It was like salsa and clam juice mixed together. Is that's that what it is? Not what it was? No. <laughs> kind of in a way. Why didn't you? Why didn't you like my? Um, why didn't you like my picture? I didn't know what it was, and I'm afraid to put the reference <laughs> up there. <laughs> you never seen the guy get the Giga Chad before? No, but you can put it put That's it up the now. Chad if you Chads, want. man. The Giga <laughs> Chad. Okay. There's no way it's real. How are you feeling? Are you feeling uh, better? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not COVID, first of all. It was just a cold. Um, apparently, my uh, school district doesn't believe in COVID. None of them wear masks. They're really dumb. Um, oh. So, sorry, I didn't mean to be political. Um, so, they, well, I guess somebody sent their kit and they got my daughter got a cold and brought it to me. So, but I tested negative. We're all good. That Don't sucks. worry. There is a lot, of, um, a lot of people who are sick that I know who are testing negative for COVID. And... Uh, yeah, I don't. So I'm, I'm wondering if there's like just colds going around, or if there's this weird. Um, I googled Giga. We see a lot of people, man. <gasps> I think you know, like what two people? Is that a lot, or do you mean like more than that? Um, I mean like a solid <laughs> handful of people. Um, solid handful. Wait, somebody okay. said it's not clam juice; it's tomato juice. It might as well be. If you look up clamato, it does have clam in there. Yeah, it literally is, I feel like it, I need to go get an alcoholic drink now. I don't think should you should. I? You don't sound like you're up for an alcoholic drink. I feel like I am. Kyle's, Kyle's witnessed me drunk. I usually never get drunk, but Kyle has witnessed me and what I have to do to get drunk, and it's not pleasant. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can barely drink that much water, let alone... No, you're you're fine. It was a good time. I think, I'm pretty sure everyone's like okay. We're getting drunk. Shot, shot, shot. I'm pretty sure shot. everyone's <laughs> seen the videos of me being like, "Hey, it's, it's Javier." Oh yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh. Um, how much money do we need for reserve for FHA? Um, it's gonna depend on your lender and your situation. A lot of times you don't need a reserves, but um, usually if you can do it, it's anywhere between two to six months. Um. Someone was asking about that. What is that uh, patio? It's the cash buyer program. Did you do a video on that? I was. I started making it, but you can't really get into it. Like, they, there's a lot of them just serve one state, and mm. then uh, on top of that, like, you actually have to have. You can't. You can't make a. Vi you can like speculate on how they do it, but you can't make substance without actually knowing how they do it. Um, so I couldn't get past that wall. So I can, unless I talk to him directly, but I'm pretty sure I have an idea how it works. And this is a video you're working on too, right? I am trying to look at like some of those companies. Um, some of them are, there's Divi. There was uh, Ribbon, I think is another one. And mm, 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 I cannot remember. Dang, someone's really trying to plug their business on your life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Don't come That's in here. And, don't come in here and plug. What is this? Um, I was, <laughs> I was, I was trying to search for somebody's comment, but I accidentally typed in their username instead. Um, 
what is uh, let's see bought and paid for my land and i'm ready to get a new construction loan will i have to put i feel like you you know new construction so much better than i do um will i have to put 20 down with a 750 score or normal down payments oh on, okay on new construction um down payments usually like aren't going to be based on the loan itself however the uh, construction company themselves like the builders might have a requirement for the deposit that you do put down um, so oftentimes I've seen this be somewhere around 10% and that will go towards the down payment but usually is actually a deposit for them to begin the building process is usually what ends up happening um, is that the same for your in your experience yeah, no, people um people think new construction's a different it's just it's just stretched out a little differently. It's nothing nothing is complicated or new about it. it you, you should have the question is do I have to put twenty percent down when I buy a house with the seven fifty credit score? Right? You take yeah. out new construction, same answer. You just it's a little different. You just have a little a lot more stretched out, but it's the same process. You got a gaming discord now? I was on Lizzie's live stream and she was like, you know how much of a nerd he is? He has a gaming discord, <laughs> which uh, do you know what discord, you know what discord is. Yes. Right? I like know what server. discord is. Oh, okay. I just I no. have to make sure you, I know you, you spend your Saturday afternoons, like reading the times and like, <laughs> around and <laughs> right. Watching, watching CNN. I'm fine. I don't know who, what you do. Um, but yeah, I feel like uh, I should pro I should put your name up here on screen. Someone asked who who in the world well, you I are. I need to change my name. Nope, it's Chad. You get to be Chad. Nice. I got this. Sick. Are you like nervous? I'm gonna pull out that guy any minute. I know I looked it up, and I'm fine with it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, I don't know, man. Uh, sometimes I'm scared. Hey, you're over two hundred people. Eee. I love that. it as soon as, as, soon as you see it and then it's like everyone knows I'm like oh, I'm getting off this um, request for future video buying investment properties for self-employed one-on-one do you um are you are you thinking of making like stuff on investment properties or I, I know you kind of were looking into like some uh, doing some investment stuff are you have you thought about doing that yeah first of all why is my name at at, at italized edelized is that how you say it? italized it's like to the side. Uh, italicized? You trying to say I'm crooked or what? Um, yes, exactly. No, I, 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 I was hoping I you'd get like the. Making, <laughs> I only like making videos about things I'm comfortable with, uh, and um, I, I don't really dabble in investments that much. I have made like my, my starter, like how I started investing, but I don't think it's something like. I mean, I can half-ass my way through one, and I'm sure it'll be okay, but. At the end of the day, I know my strength, and I just focus and I lean on. I lean in on my strengths instead of trying to strengthen other parts that I'm weak at. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish my sentences in the middle of your drinks next time, so that way it's like that quiet. I want to hear you hum again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I don't know. I feel like I am not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I'm I'm good for to be the investment guy. Um, I feel like I know mortgage guidelines, and outside of that, I probably am not the guy to go to for like investment help. Kyle, three things: mortgages, TikToks, <laughs> and rum. The, the <laughs> curation of TikToks, not the making of TikToks. Although I have been known to do a mean renegade every once in a while. 
like a really like a really mean he renegade. throws in those things to be like kind of like oh yeah tiktok's for but he's on there every freaking hour of his life <laughs> all right all right all right i don't have to be ex- <laughs> i don't have to be exposed like this <laughs> should i send the last no you're old oh yeah tiktok renegade no you you're on there like every second renegade renegade no i do i do hate the dancing There's um have you uh, i've been following both of your real estate tips and hubby and i got our offer accepted congratulations what um what state are you in because it is not easy to get an offer accepted so that's that's awesome oh i can see the comments from here we mean i was looking at the um, the youtube thing i didn't know that they were on the popping up on this ecamm oh do they or does it do it when i when I pop them on here, yeah, you you hit the little chat button on the right hand side and they pop up. Is this where you do your cam? Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't. Sorry, I'm not supposed to say about that business. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, next question. No, this doesn't have the feature where you can pay per. Oh, so that's. I thought yeah. this was your your other one. Yeah, no no linking to businesses, only linking to OnlyFans at this point. Um, okay, I'm looking through some like. So, for those of you who don't know, which I'd be surprised, but someone did ask. This is Javier Vidania. He has a fantastic YouTube channel. You just passed 107,000 subscribers. How do you know my numbers better than I do, bro? You need to get off. You need, you, you need to... YouTube is always like, hey, hey, you want to watch You want to watch his videos? You want to watch his videos? <laughs> you should watch his videos. And I I'm keep like, getting no, pushed that FHA one that you updated the thumbnail on. I keep, I keep seeing it. I know. I after, have to click uh, it. After I got a cease and desist, <laughs> Hud said, "No, boy, boy, let me let me remind you who's the daddy here, boy." Oh. Yes, sir. All right. So for transparency, I may have got a cease and desist from Hud, and they oversee FHA loans. And um, a cease and desist is basically like, uh, basically a formal letter that's like, "Hey, stop doing what you're doing." And um, I, like, okay, I made an FHA video, right? And um, like I used like the HUD logo to kind of be like, you know, like you make a video about Bank of America and you put a Bank of America logo and it's just like your brain understands it more clearly. And so I did that same thing. I guess I neglected to realize the HUD logo is actually a federal seal. And um, yeah, they weren't a fan of that. So I did change that. But, um, and that was the only thing they had a problem with. They're actually very nice afterwards. The lady was very kind, um, but it's not a fun to get a cease and desist from HUD. I didn't like that. That is scary. So definitely terrifying. Your 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 chat's having a conversation about video games. Are you? Do you feel like you're left out? <laughs> I yeah. I don't know what video games y'all want to play. Minecraft. That's about all I got. You like that? <laughs> Hop off with your judgment. Um, so should we wait to buy with FHA? I checked a city in Phoenix and there was like, it's crazy. It's like 5% FHA loans. (laughs) And then other cities I checked, it's like eight or 10%. Like it's, it's what I like to do. And people ask me questions is like, like a live streamer. We want to come on Kyle's. It's like, I want to make sure to kind of restructure your thoughts a bit, not just answer your questions. The answer 
the question shouldn't be can I should I wait to buy with FHA you should look into your specific market ask for past closings like and get a good feel of what your specific city is uh, the, what the conversion rate for FHA loans are and see if you have a chance and check out the specific loan types that sold with FHA and see what they have to do to get it and, and just to see if you're able to um, so it goes deeper than that yeah it's tough definitely want to do the research on talking to an agent about uh, if you're doing FHA like okay well what do I need to do to stand out because it is tough and it really does depend on the market too like I don't know our, the Dayton, Ohio market is very different from the Phoenix market. What was that? Is that your vape yeah, pen? You've been, like, you've been like vaping, bro? You on those e-cigs? What is that? You know what? You've never seen an electrical lighter? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, look at that. Yeah, is that for your devil's cigarette? Is that what that's for? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just do that TikTok? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you silly goose. We should, ask, so we should answer questions before people start leaving. Yeah, probably. Um, well, I appreciate the super chat from Honeybuns, but uh, I'm scared. Uh, Honeybuns Honey was banned on, banned on other channels. For what? Was <laughs> he banned on mine? I don't know. I don't know. I would love to help, but um, if you can let me know a question, I can. I can come back to that. You don't get a lot uh, of drama on your channel, huh? There's not a ton of drama, and you know I like to keep it that way. I'm not a big, um, not a big, not a big drama fan. Um, hey, with 10% down payment in Southern California, looking at 300 to 400, is there a chance to avoid PMI? Um, yeah, no. Uh, you gotta have 20% down to avoid PMI. Unfortunately, um, I wish there was a way around that's that. True. You know this, Kyle? Well, VA loan. I'm just kidding. No, can't can't they pay the can't they pay off the mortgage insurance with like like six seven thousand bucks? Um, yeah, but you're still paying. You're not avoiding it. You're still paying it. You're just paying it up front. Oh, I thought even like monthly. Can how do you avoid it on your oh, monthly payment? Yeah, you can technically pay for the mortgage insurance up front, or if you have a VA loan, then you don't have mortgage insurance. But um, yeah, you still are kind of you're still uh you're still paying it either way. Yes, I know Kyle, I'm babysitting the rum. Yeah. Let me get some questions out and have that rum ready. And I'm gonna ask you a question. If you're right, you got you got no shot. If you're wrong, you gotta take a big swig. Like questions like on the lending exam or something like that. I gotta drive home. <laughs> oh, do you? Just take an Uber. Okay, just little sips. My car's gonna be here. All right, fine, little tiny sips. Sure. Let's just do, let's just do a, a standard question, starter question so you can see how it's gonna work, okay? All right. Is it are you right. you're making the questions or these First real question. questions? Excuse me, the host is talking, sir. First question. What is the number after three point one four on pi? Six. I don't I don't I don't know it, so I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it would work. That's all about pi number. Three point one four one. Oh you're wrong. So you gotta take a swig. Sorry. What is it? Take a swig. It's it's a three point one four one five, which could be six, I guess. Should have known. All right, ask her another question. I'll come with a question. Host allows you to chat. Wait, why didn't it change? The dumb. I can get I can get my drink out if you want to do it on my end too. All right, let's see. <clears throat> 
Leo Valdez is in here. He's got all the answers to Pi. Um, can I, can I, do I get to phone a friend? Can I phone a chat? Chat a You get one phone chat. All right, one Leo, Leo, next one's you. I need you in here. You're on my team. And we got the dumb host. One of the boy. most critical points of the Federal Reserve loan originator compensation rule is the prohibition of the practice of. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. That there's that's too broad. There's for so many. <laughs> that's a funny question. There's so you many things you can't. One of the most critical points of the Federal Reserve loan originator compensation rule is the prohibition and the practice of referrals or kickbacks, kickbacks steering, money laundering, or redlining. Kickbacks. Sorry, it's for steering. Take a swig. No, it's not. This is the answers. Did Kyle get his license? Is he licensed? That's that's the question we're gonna answer today. Is he licensed? Question ago. number three. Which rule prohibits compensation based on loan terms or conditions such as interest rate, APR, and loan of value? Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Safeguards rule, loan originator compensation rule, Mars or red flags rule. Can you ask the question again? Which rule prohibits compensation based on the loan terms or conditions such as interest rate, APR, loan of value? No googling, secrets. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And what are the what were the uh... safeguards, loan originator, com compensation, Mars or red flags rule? What was the first one? Safeguards rule. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> safeguards. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Loan originator compensation rule. We just Oh, I should have I should have known that. Well this is the last based on this is the last bit. Then you're gonna I've need some new run, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I don't know if this guy's I have a to drive guy. home. I think he's gonna like us. Can I see your lending license? Uh I don't think I have it in this office. Okay. <laughs> I might have to like schedule an Uber. I can't. I can't you just drink a little bit. Calm down. You'll be fine. Stop drinking. Call. You should maybe call an Uber. Yeah. Is this a real estate channel uh, or a love fest? Go easy now, Uber. He came here to drink rum and hang out with us. All right. Go ahead. Answer questions. I apologize. <laughs> I'm just I love saying. You want to grill three. me on that? You want to grill me on that test? That test is dumb. It's all. It's just all of those laws it doesn't loans apr must be disclosed to the consumer on the gfe the r the loan estimate or the initial escrow statement that's easy. oh the loan estimate boy Correct. and i would probably yeah. i'd probably get these if i could see them maybe bad <laughs> luxury card store the live stream just went downhill I'll catch you guys some other time <laughs> I'm it's like, I'm fine. Your life. I'm sorry. It's let's fine. answer we're some just, questions. We're just we're just playing around. Um, if I put twenty percent down, can I avoid paying the homeowners insurance and property taxes included on the mortgage payment? Um, so you're asking about waiving escrows? Uh, yeah, with most lenders you can. With uh, I know one lender that will allow you to waive it at five percent, um, and that's what I would personally do if you have the option to is waive your escrows. Just make sure you budget to be able to pay for it. Um, sometimes that tax bill comes due and people freak out. Um, yeah. Thoughts on title insurance? Uh, how, do, how do you feel about the optional owner's title insurance policy? 
You like that? It's a hard my pressing, thoughts on it? <laughs> hard pressing question. Um, it's like a general question about insurance, right? Like you, you're buying insurance on if, like odds, ninety nine percent of the time, there's never any title issues, right? So, um, I think it, it's really valuable when the problem pops up. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think you can buy a house without getting it nowadays. There's some states that require it, so. Whether I think it's valuable or not, I will say though, you can definitely shop around for a rate on that. So don't wait for your realtor just to give you a title company. You can always do your own shopping around and save a few hundred bucks. I like it, but I was talking about homeowners insurance. I'm sorry, uh, title, title insurance. insurance. Oh, is that what you were referencing? About. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, the title, title insurance is like when the, the owner's title policy you said, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, normally, like, mm -hmm. there's not a huge difference with title companies though and their costs. Um, where are you located in Dayton? I don't, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I've learned. Give us your address. I've learned that I should probably not tell you. Dayton's, Dayton should be good enough. I would assume. Um, I think a uh, luxury card store would still be here if you did it, if you just shared your, your location. If I gave my, I can, how about I like share my location on iMessage with everybody? I think. Luxury card store. Please come back, baby. We miss you. Yeah, First, no, I've and also I never thought there'd be a store for cards like luxury cards. I don't know the difference between luxury cards and just regular cards, but I've um I've had one stalker before and I've learned. I've learned. Um, can you talk in detail? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? People, I don't know who is. Are you talking about who I think you're talking about? No, no, no. I've had le a legitimate stalker. Oh, like from YouTube. Um, not from YouTube, but YouTube was, uh, you know, doing stuff on YouTube was not very helpful. What did he or she want Because you can't from disappear you? from, I can't disappear from the internet if, you know, I make a lot of YouTube videos. Um, what, what did, did he they or want she from want me? from you? Uh, I don't know, relationship, I guess. I don't know. Did you <laughs> not accept? No. Not, otherwise, did it wouldn't like, be stalking. You like ordered on a Starbucks? <laughs> And you're like, ah, get off of me. Oh, yeah. No, it was more of an internet stalking thing, but that's not fun. Um, Jonathan, can you talk in detail about the process from putting in an offer and what happens under contract? Well, would you look at that? We have a realtor right here. Look at him. Look at this man. What was the question again? Can you talk in detail about the process from putting in an offer and what happens under contract? Every state's different. Normally how it works is once the offer is accepted, you have to start open escrow. And that means depositing an earnest money deposit, which can be picked up by a courier via title, or you have to go drop it off yourself. I use that as an ample opportunity for you to get the wire instructions because that's you're gonna have to re cross-reference that at closing or else you're gonna get uh, scammed for um, all that, all those stuff. After that, you do usually an inspection period and usually the lender orders the appraisal during that inspection period. Once the inspection is done, you wait, either you're waiting for the appraisal, you receive the appraisal, you handle whatever problems come up with that. And then usually after that, it's just you and the lender working out to get the final approval. Once you get the final approval, you do a walkthrough, you get your keys, you make a carne asada for Kyle Seagraves. Mm, yeah, I could totally do some carne asada right now. Could totally go for it. Are you making some? No, just because I'm Hispanic, I don't need carne asada. Every oh day. my gosh! Oh my gosh! Don't come no, at me with that. This live stream has just completely is just what do you say? 
it it just went downhill. I'm just saying. It went downhill. It's it's over. You mentioned like Carnage Battle. I know. I know. That's your feet picks. That's what it was. Oh no, no. I've got I've got some premier Kyle Seeger's feet picks. While he was sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. We have this recorded. So you just come out with the rest of it. What else do you got? I'm pretty um, sure you locked your room in there. It's like, I don't know. Need tips to stick out to sellers with FHA? Tried offering over asking with three week closing time and writing a letter. Mm. I would talk to your loan officer first uh, to see if what, what what's keeping you from qualifying conventional. Because often it's not, for a lot of people, it's not that much. Like, you might be with FHA you might take the next month or two trying to get an offer in when qualifying for conventional might only take you a month or two to do some steps to qualify there as well. So I'd see if that's a possibility first, because there's so many people who are just right on the edge and loan officers don't do any work to tell you like what you need to do to qualify conventional. They're just like, here's a loan. Good luck. Um, So that's where I would start. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to answer unless I'm being asked. Are you eating? You... No, no. What are you chewing? Do you mind saying? Do you, do you mind saying, Javier? What do you think? No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah. So FH. I mean, just know the odds are against you. So what? What if you're playing some kind of gambling game or some kind of game and you know, you have low odds and there's different machines. What do you do, right? You try to find the machine that gives you higher odds. What your higher odd chances are going to be are going to be houses that no one wants. That sounds terrible, but it's the truth. What houses do people not want? Houses with not great photos, houses with long days on markets. You can't go, you know, compete over the premier houses. It's just reality. And it, it, people put themselves in these situations Pardon, it's not their fault, but they also go and keep competing against these really nice, expensive houses. When you're competing against cash and conventional, if you know if you're getting tired of getting beat out, change the circumstances a bit and start looking for those opportunities. And if that doesn't fit your bill, and you're like, I don't want to buy an ugly house, well, do what Kyle did: get your conventional loan ready to go. Also, guys, please make sure to like this video. Give it freaking likes. Come on now, guys. Smash like, subscribe. <laughs> Angelica said, like for Angelica some said Squidward. She said Squidward toes. <laughs> oh, so gross. Um, okay. Dang. Hmm. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, we're currently under contract in New Jersey for our first home, but we're working uh, in New York. One job for 10 years. Should I be worried about our conditional approval? Um, the only thing to be worried about is like, what's going to change with your employment when you do move to New Jersey? If, if you are moving to New Jersey, or if this is an investment property, I'm assuming you're gonna go live, move to New Jersey. That's what it sounds like. Um, so one of the kind of weird benefits of COVID is it's made this a little bit easier because so many jobs are now remote. Whereas before, like no employer would ever allow you to be remote. Now so many are. And so if you can tell your lender that you're able to work remotely and get a letter from HR or manager or whatever that says that that won't impact your pay or employment, then you should have no problems transitioning over. However, if you're getting a new job that's going to significantly change things and you're, you need to get a new approval based on you changing jobs if you are going to New Jersey. Um, 
otherwise and maybe the maybe the commute from new york to new jersey isn't long maybe it's close it it's hard to say there but um short short answer if it's remote not an issue at all um, if you are getting a new job then you need to talk with your uh, lender about getting an approval for that specifically Did you just take a picture yeah something you want to talk about no Taking <laughs> a picture of my negative test. Someone's asking for it. About your of your what? You're trying to screenshot. There was a video you did where you put your toes up on the air, and I'm trying to screenshot that. What are you talking about? What video? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like freaking out I'm over sorry. here. Like what video did I where did I post my? <laughs> yeah, for, not, yeah, just talk about loans. Certainly not for free. Up. That's that's subscription material right there. It's crazy how you actually have to look out for that, huh? It's, it's literally a thing. If, you, if, so, if, they, if your feet get on the internet, they will rank it. Um, I waved the appraisal and was just so stressed about it not appraising, but it appraised. I'm measuring it value. Awesome. Um, yeah. The are you seeing? Are you still seeing a lot of appraisal waivers? Um, um, they're starting to go away, but they're still around. They're not every single house no more though. But it's only been two weeks since we've seen more listings, so people need to. Before we go make the housing market it crashes saved videos, we need to chill out for about a month. <laughs> right, right. Good news: the market is saved after a day of data. Yeah, everyone's everyone is wanting to hop on both video? both sides. Get is that some next sen- Those sensational headlines: housing market is, is, is saved by feet picks. Um, yeah, that should definitely be the next one, shouldn't it? Somebody got a question in here that I wanted to answer and I can't um I can't find it and I can't remember what it is. Get Can a you lot refi- of lender specific questions. It's crazy. Well, that's kind of the majority of this channel is uh is lender specific. I forget you're a lender. You didn't answer those questions correctly. I forgot. Like if mortgage servicing rules instituted by CFPB provide additional consumer protections related to what? Foreclosure, kickbacks and referrals, antitrust or protected classes. What would your answer be? foreclosure wow he knows his stuff ding 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 one right uh can you refinance out of a two right can you refinance out of a usd alone to get rid of the primary residence requirement for renting out um yeah Mm -hmm. so you can refinance into like an investment property conventional loan anytime you'd like um however with usda you can live in there for one year and then you should be able to rent it out afterwards you just won't be able to get another usda loan you'll likely have to get a conventional loan after that but yeah if you live in the home for one year you shouldn't have to refinance to um rent it out angelica said you're taking why do loan officers never offer guidance about improving your chances they just say yeah or nay someone said that um hmm oh i see here it's it's tough to say i feel like it's probably a multifaceted answer and it's hard to say for everyone um i don't know because that's what i would always do with people is like i would give them some guidance because like i don't know I, like if i saw there was only a few things they needed to do like i'd want to work with them in the future all you have to do is these couple things however i think there are a lot of loan officers who really just don't care a lot of loan officers and realtors for that instance are very in- interested in like instant gratification i only want to work with the people who want to do things right now um, which is why you see like a lot of lenders who are like, I only do 700 plus credit scores or whatever, because they really don't want to take any extra work to work with anybody else other than somebody who's going to be easy and quick and can do it now. 
Um, it's the same for realtors. Realtors do the same thing. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, I just feel like the, those people probably don't really like care about the helping necessarily. I think they might be a little bit more interested in how do I close a deal and get a check um, rather than how can I help people. At the same time, there are like some limits on how much you can help. But uh, I think that's probably the majority why. Why are loan why are loan officers so corrupt and how much money did you take in bribes during your time servicing loans? Zero. Zero. <laughs> that's not that's not what I read on the, the forums. Is it? Are you ducking Jaime's calls? Am I? You're ducking a man. Where is he? Can you have to return my phone call? I called him yesterday morning, and then he's called me twice. And I've been sick, so I haven't answered. Wally's so big. That was big. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. A... Uh, he came to smell my food. And he's just, just, the jowls are just out of control. He just literally slobbers everywhere. We have to mop, like, yeah. every day. That's enough, Walter. <laughs> I've had it up to here, Walter. What do you got to say to the people? Say, he... He do he do be slobbering, um, Michael. I don't use credit cards and want to do manual underwriting loan. Is it okay that I pay rent and house utilities as Zelle bank transferred to my roommate? Um, yes, that's fine. Uh, Zelle. Now, if if what you're saying with the bank transfer is actually happening through your bank and not through Zelle then you should be fine. If it's through something like, if it's through Zelle directly, um, like same thing if it was through like Venmo, it becomes a little bit tricky and not every underwriter is willing to sign off on that. Um, sometimes it takes a little bit of extra convincing for them to do stuff like that just because it's, it becomes weird when something goes through like a third party service. But if it's the Zelle actually integrated with your bank, like I think Chase does that where you can send uh, money through Chase technically it's via Zelle, then you should be fine. Um, anything, as long as it's not cash, then uh, then you should be good. Interesting point from JT. In um, today's climate, should I- Can you clarify payment in... deferral? The what? Uh, yeah, so what happened to your question? And can you, uh, and your question, can you clarify what you mean by payment deferral? Not 100% sure what you mean by that. Well, what were you saying? Mm, JT also check your messenger thing see what kind of text you've been getting um, I know I saw JT your max price asked, daddy thing and look I had to I had to make nope, a separate you saw. I had to make a separate <laughs> responder that says max price daddy because so about, many people how about you haven't seen any new ones check the new ones I haven't seen it no what did you text no? feet Pete don't text me <laughs> I will block you I'll block you if you text me feet pics, you will 100% be blocked. <laughs> okay, sorry. JT, don't, don't text them, guys. I'm just joking. Um, you you awoke Jesus. In today's climate, should I rent or buy? Is there a high risk of buying now? I want to hear your thoughts about this, just to, just to judge you silently and see what your thoughts are. To judge me silently? Should you buy now? I think it's, no, is there a risk associated with buying is this question. Oh, a risk associated with buying? It's all going to depend on your how long you're going to be in the house. If you're going to be in your home that you know for like... And of course, nobody actually knows the real answer to that. But you just have to do it on what's your like 
best idea of your plan in the future. If you're going to be in your home for like 10 years, then there's probably you're probably not going to run into a big risk. Um, however, if you're only going to be in there for, I don't know, maybe three to five years, yeah, maybe there might be some risk involved. It's very similar to the stock market. Like, you know how, um, if you're looking at like S and P 500 over the past, like 50 to 70 years has a 10 to 12% return rate. However, if you got mm-hmm. into the market, like if you got into the market this past year or two, you're seeing closer to like 15 to 20% returns. How, but like. If you got in around 2008, you would have saw crazy declines. And so you can't get in when the, and then something declines and be like, and then give up. If you're in that for that time horizon, you're going to lose money if your time horizon was a lot shorter. But if your time horizon is longer, then you're able to withstand some of those downturns a little bit more. So if there is a, a downturn, which very likely could happen, um, and that doesn't mean necessarily like the whole world's falling apart, but if there's a downturn in prices, then yeah, you'd want to be able to weather that. And the best thing to do that with is time. And if that's not on your side or not part of your plan, then don't make it part of your plan to purchase. Maybe renting is the better decision short term if that's what you're anticipating. Hmm. Yeah, that's well, well, really well said. Do you like that? Yep. I like that so much. I'm gonna smash that MF and like button like everyone yeah. should right now. Smash yeah, it. silly goose, yeah. you're so silly. Yeah. <laughs> I showed Mercy that now. She's like, "Why?" Oh, I like how I show you things and then you show Mercy things, and she thinks that you're. And I'm hilarious. Cool, when in reality, she thinks that I'm cool. Bad, bad, good. She, I'm like the best. Right. Yeah. Um, is it okay to get refinance quote from three different sources? Uh, yeah, that's what I would suggest. Um, I would suggest a minimum of three. Um, you can get more if you want to. I feel like more is probably like, eh, not too, too valuable for the time that it takes, but I would do a minimum of three. Um, can I submit an offer on house sitting contingency status for over 150? How would, how do you feel about putting in these kind of, this is called a backup offer technically? Yeah. That's um. It's it, I I compare it to like hitting on someone that's engaged. Like yeah, it could work. There's a very small, tiny chance it could work out. But odds are, what's going to happen is if there is a, a something that falls out of contract, well, most likely what happen is they're not just going to go with yours. They're going to go to back on the market to see if they can get more money. And I'm sure, but I'm sure there's one out of like twenty thousand that oh yeah they went with mine, which is why I never say don't do it. I mean there's a chance, sure. But you're better off focusing on new things and keeping an eye on it if it hits the market again. I was very distracted by someone's phone was ringing, but I'm pretty sure there's nobody here. No way. That's so. scary, dude. Are you, is your freaking place haunted? I think everywhere I go is haunted. I think I am haunted. I think you're so haunted. A, I think there's a ghost in me. Well, let's not talk about that now. I don't know about that. Um, my realtor said it's LASIK? Pr- How's the LASIK? LASIK's great. LASIK's Someone, sorry, really someone asked a question. Um, about my LASIK, real- that's why I said that. My realtor... I keep interrupting you. I'm so sorry. I did it again. I'm sorry. I know. It's, okay. it's not like I'm bitter about it or anything. Um, I know. But why do you... Uh, 
Tell me when you're done. Tell me when you're done. Sorry, go. Keep going. Yeah, no, go for it. Are you done? Yeah, yeah I'm done. <laughs> um, my realtor submits properties. Question, how can we? Oh, I've signed. He's muted. My realtor submits properties. I've signed offers with his other clients that has a deeper pockets. Um, Javier, what do you think about that? Yo, you weren't listening. My realtor submits property. I've signed offers for with his other clients that has a deeper pockets. Oh yeah, that's really good insight, Javier. That's so good. Yeah, no, that's really good. It's great. What you're saying is golden. Love your advice. I'm sorry? I think you were so muted. Dumb. Sorry, that was my fault. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. Um, I don't understand the question. I think they were venting that um, it sounds like the realtor they were working with is favoring their other clients who have more money. But how? How do you know that? Yeah, I have more follow-up questions. Oh, look, I just got an appointment scheduled. I couldn't tell you. Thank you, guys. Hey. C. Williams, um, I appreciate your super chat here, but you know, I do not see a, oh, there it is. Okay, I found it, I found your question. Um, how do I put it on screen? Where's it at, where's it at, where's it at? I can't find it. My bank offered me a ready cash prior to my loan application. Does that make sense to you? Mm-mm, a ready cash? R-E-D-I cash. Um, I'm confused. Could you, um, could you clarify what a ready, ready cash? I haven't touched it. Can I use that towards my down payment? Uh, another one of my banks is offering a personal loan. Is that what that is? Is ready cash a personal loan? You can't take out another loan to get a loan, right? How is it right? No, you can't use an unsecured loan to to use for your down payment if that's what ready cash is. Um, I would just need a little bit of clarification on uh, on uh, on what that is. Speak. <laughs> there, Carlos has spoken. What a what a big boy. Um, how can we get Kyle to a hundred thousand? Javier, what's the secret? What's the secret sauce? <laughs> did you answer Michael Bin and oh no you did answer it sorry someone said that you're ignoring super chats I'm like, that's not true um, there's no secret there's just you just gotta find your own style and keep with it and Cal will be there in like in two months I think right I don't know I don't know we'll see I don't know I don't know just sell your soul and start making housing market update videos every day and you'll get there tomorrow. <laughs> the housing market just flipped again. It just keeps going back and forth. I was forth. taking a walk with my cat. Is that you do that, right? You take your dog your cat on a walk. I was oh, walking I, my cat the other day and I got I this wish. news article. The market is crashing. <laughs> <laughs> and be really shocked about it. Uh no, I wish I could I wish I could walk my cat. She doesn't she there's no way. No way she would like that. What's your She's cat's not name again? Bloom. <laughs> Little Bloomy. Little Bloomy the kitty cat. Good name. 
Um, do lenders or underwriters accept cryptocurrency as cash equivalent for having excess reserves? Hell yeah. You heard it here first. Kyle does. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, they don't. Hold on. I'll uh, be right back, Kyle. You're going to have to liquidate. Okay. I should have known. I was about to remove. I was about to remove you. <laughs> All right. Maybe Javier will be back. We'll see. Um, okay. You said it's a loan. So, yeah, it's going to be, if it's unsecured, it's not going to be able to use, be used as a down payment, uh, unfortunately. Hey, Kyle, um, am, I, am I live still? No, you're not live yet. Okay, I just want to let everyone know I got to go do a meeting real quick. So it was nice. I'm sorry I ruined the live stream, but everyone, make sure in. to like and subscribe. Make sure to tap, put on that put on the comment section or in the live chat right now, Kyle's feet, hashtag Kyle's feet. We want to see Kyle's don't feet today now. <laughs> see so demanding. I don't like how it's. How we're just looking at Giga Chad while this is happening. <laughs> is that true? Sorry. Yes. I love you're trying to do this like this is, sincere hey, this thing. Is, and all I hey, see this is, is... This is how Kyle looks like to me every time I see him. Hey, this is Kyle Searidge. I look nothing like this. Dude, that looks just like you, dude. If you were like Middle Eastern. <laughs> I would need to get so... I would need to get those gains. His, <laughs> his shoulders are so much higher in the air than mine. Dude, come on now. All right, everyone, make sure to go and like this video. And I'm sorry I ruined the live stream. I got to go to this video now. So uh, take care, Kyle. Good times. Thanks for being on, Enjoy my friend. Yourself. I wish I could have a more sincere goodbye, but all I see is a giga chat. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. All right, see ya. Oh, my gosh. All right, so now that we've been blessed by the giga chat, um, I know with payment deferral, you can't refinance current mortgage before paying off missed payments. Would I be able to, uh, oh, so forbearance, uh, would I be able to get new mortgage before paying off current deferral? Um, it's really going to depend on the type of loan. So I would talk with your loan servicer about this, how they're handling the forbearance payments at the end, because each one's going to be a little bit different tailored to your situation. So once you figure that out, you'll have a better understanding of uh, what you can do refinance ways. Um, and I appreciate that nobody's ever mentioned the feet thing in here. Let's not do that. Um, yeah, I need to get some gains to be able to match that. This uh, this GigaChad world. Um, are most lenders using the new FICO scoring model, FICO 9? No, they're not. They're still using the FICO like 2, 4, and 5. Um, I'd have to go back and look for which each specific uh, uh, Experian, Equifax, TransUnion. Um, what the difference is... Yeah, I've, they're not using it. Lenders are just, mortgage lenders are just way behind in some of that stuff. Um, I saw Matt, Matt the mortgage guy is in here. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? You said you're gonna be a moderator for 500 an hour. <laughs> Great. Um, hey, I'll gladly make you a mod, but uh, I can't, I can't pay you, I'm sorry. Not the 500 an hour. Man, that's a, that's a steep rate. Um, really? You trained your cat on a leash since, since she was a kitten? It's incredible. Um, Evelyn, I see. Do, do, do. What is, what is going on? Every once in a while, this chat thing just flips out and I like, it just goes to a completely different screen. 
Um, Aaron, I appreciate you being in here. Uh, is an investment also a VRBO, Airbnb type property? Um, yes, however, with Airbnb, I don't know about VRBO. I think that's short-term rentals too, right? You can actually do a second home. So it can be classified as a secondary residence if you're using Airbnb, as long as you are gonna live in the home for a short amount of time during the year as well, um, which is great because uh, secondary residences only have 10% down as a requirement and usually have the same rates as primary residences. So it's a much better option than going full on investment. Um, and so that's what I would suggest you do with, uh, with something like that. Um, seeing any whisperings of an increase in bank owned short sales, et cetera, in your market? Not right now. I don't think we'll see that until we see some of the moratoriums um, lifted. Once we do, we'll probably see more short sales, I imagine, before we start to see foreclosures. That's usually gonna be the easiest option for people who are facing hardship um, than going to full foreclosure. And foreclosure is gonna take a longer time to actually get through the legal system once those are uh, allowed to actually happen legally. Um, how much is required uh, down payment for an out-of-state property as an investment property. Uh, minimum down payment on investment, no matter if it's out-of-state or in-state, is 15% uh, down. Um, now, some lenders might raise that to 20%, but the actual minimum with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac is actually 15%. Um, but a lot of lenders still want the 20. That's just kind of strange. I'm gonna hum away the silence. Let me see. Any other questions in here? Can you talk about pros and cons of down payment assistance uh, grant programs? Um, I think they can be a decent option. Um, however, a lot of down payment assistance programs tend to be more expensive in the long run um, compared to going with kind of more of a the best option for you know, conventional financing. Um, so that's what I would always just be careful of. There are some down payment assistance programs that are actually really good. Um, Bank of America's program is surprisingly good uh, that I've seen. I don't get like any kickback or anything from them. Um, I actually tried to reach out to them once for like an interview and they were like, we don't talk to the press. I was like, okay, <laughs> wouldn't consider myself the press, but um, they surprisingly do have a good down payment assistance program. However, it's very limited. Um, I, there's just a lot of restrictions around down payment assistance and often I just find them be, to be more expensive most of the time. A good example of this is I talked with a guy who uh, he got into a down payment assistance program a few years ago. The interest rate was 5.75%. And then rates all of a sudden dropped to like high twos, low threes. And he's like, yeah, of course, I want to refinance. Well, his down payment assistance program basically said, if you refinance within a period of 10 years, you have to pay back the full amount of the grant. So he's now stuck paying this higher rate. And so at that time he was like, well, man, this is super frustrating, but I didn't know that this was a thing. And so it didn't make sense for him to refinance and pay all this extra money. Uh, just to get that lower rate. It wouldn't have made sense. He would have had to pay back like, it, it was like 10,000 or 15,000 um, from that grant. So I would just be careful of, if you're looking at down payment assistance, compare it to other options and see if that's really gonna be the best uh, best way for you. 
Um, what's the best way to access a list of short sales? Um, short sales specifically, I don't know. I think your best option is probably to talk with a, uh, a realtor who has access to an MLS. Um, and MLS is where you're gonna get the most accurate, up-to-date listing information. Um, so that's likely where you'll see some of those short sales. And that's what I would suggest, because a lot of these third-party sites, so, so like uh, Zillow or whomever, they're aggregating data from other places most of the time. Now, that's not always the case, um, but that data sometimes is not always super accurate. Uh, so that's what I would suggest. You can also look at things like HUD Home Store. Um, let me try to get their URL right, because there's like a couple ripoff websites <laughs> of HUD Home Store. Um, HUDHomeStore.com is gonna be a good option for you. So that's uh, basically all HUD owned homes. And normally with most uh, most homes, there's a two week period where investors aren't allowed to bid on the home. So it's great for people who are just, you know, wanting to buy a home for themselves to get a bit of a leg up um, over investors. Cause that can be super frustrating because investors are more heavily, uh, for the most part, more heavily in like the short sale uh, foreclosure world. Um, to use Bank of America down payment assistance, do I have to go with them for the mortgage? Yes, you do. Um, that is one of the, the downsides, in my opinion, um, to that program. Um, I'm in my early 50s and will retire before the end of a 30-year loan. Would, would, could a lender use the foreseeable reduction of income before the end of the loan as a reason for denying a loan? No, they cannot. Um, so a lender doesn't actually expect you to hold on to a loan for 30 years. Uh, what a lender actually does when they're qualifying you is they're looking at your income stability for the next three years. So they want to look at a history of two years and a future of three. So as long as for the foreseeable future, which is kind of hard to describe, um, you're going to have your same income. Great. And so really like if you have, so you're not retired yet. If you have your job now, like you don't have to tell a lender when you plan on retiring. Uh, that's not like part of any part of an application. Um, and honestly, it might be, I don't know if that could be discriminatory or not. Um, however, like as long as you're at your job and you haven't like put in a notice that you're going to quit, then you're going to be fine getting qualified at that job. Um, and you'll be perfectly fine on a 30 year loan as well. Just make sure that when you do plan on retiring that you are comfortable with having that, that same mortgage payment as well if you plan on having that. Um, hello, love your channel. Have you heard of the Family Opportunity Mortgage? It allows you to purchase a home for a child with a disability or elderly parent. Um, yes, you can do this on, I believe, both conventional and FHA loans. Um, so they're not actually like an independent, it's not like a different type of loan. Um, it's just like a provision within loan types. And I, I know you can do it on FHA. I believe conventional is allowed as well. And this is fantastic. Like the, for these two instances, a child with a disability or uh, an elderly parent great options there without having to purchase a home. Otherwise you'd have to purchase as like an investment property, which is just, you know, ridiculous. If you want to purchase a home for, uh, you know, an elderly parent or a child with a disability, it's like, well, I don't want to purchase an investment property. You can use these provisions um, to kind of get more of a primary residence rate uh, and qualification process without having to go through the whole investment property uh, mess that can come up.
Um, are we talking about Instagram? Instagram? Instagram. Um, do you have a Twitter feed? I do have a Twitter, but I don't I don't use Twitter. I like use Twitter. T- I watch, uh, I look at like other designers, <laughs> like product designers, and uh, that's about who I follow on Twitter. Um... What are some of the best programs for educators? Um, great question. There is one program that I am just completely blanking on. Oh my gosh. Why am I blanking on this? There is a program and I wish I could, I wish I could remember this. Um, and if somebody knows, please, please put it in the chat because I cannot remember off the top of my head. Tony Chappelle, good to see you my man. Um, man, I need to have you on. Uh, I need to have you on live here in the next couple of weeks. Um, hi again. How much is a typical closing fee? Um, if you're talking about like just closing costs in general, um, so closing costs there are going to be charged by a bunch of different people in when you purchase a home. So, for instance, you have like your lender. There's a title company. There's going to be an appraiser. There's going to be a, a home inspector someone to do home insurance. Uh, there's gonna be taxes, which isn't a person, but the county. You have all these organizations or companies all charging different fees. Um, and so it's gonna depend wildly also on your location as well. And so this isn't super helpful, but like probably two to 5% of the purchase price is what you may expect in closing costs um, as kind of a, a rough estimate. Again, I know it's a super wide range. Um, one of the best ways to get quotes is just to talk with a, a loan officer and ask them to give you a quote and estimate fees that they think are going to be the most accurate uh, for you. I think it's gonna be the best way to do that. Um, Matilda. Okay, you asked about what rates are like. Um, rates are still very on the low historic side. I do have a um, I do have a link on my website. Let me see if I can pull this up really quickly. Optimal blue rates. Uh, there is a website where you can go to find what average rates are right now, which is always helpful. Let's see here. Screen share. This website, you can just Google optimal blue rates, and this will show you average rates depending on different loan types. So 30 year conventional loan is about 3%. Um, FHA is 3.2%. You can also Google CFPB rate checker. And what this allows you to do is put in your credit score range, the state that you're in, uh, what your estimated home price is, estimated down payment, and if it's fixed loan, 30 years, conventional, and it will tell you in Florida, most lenders are offering rates at or below 3.5%. So it kind of gives you a rough estimate. 3.2 is probably what's more common for the specific range. And then, you know, if your credit score changed, all right, well, now we're looking closer to 2.875 or 3%. Um, so that's what I would do to kind of look around uh, some average rates. Um, Q. 
can I send you more rum? You 100% can send me rum anytime, anytime you want. <laughs> we need to have a, uh, can we do a virtual rum get together to the thing? Um, should I try to get maximum credits possible from a lender if I'm okay with a higher monthly payment? Um, yeah, if that's something you're okay for, just know that the trade-off in the higher payment is like, you know, you're are paying a lot in, um, you know, interest over that time as well. Uh, and let me pull this up and we'll kind of, let's illustrate this a little bit. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, so you're talking about like, let's say a higher rate. And so basically what happens in here is you can, you can pay points to get a lower rate or you can receive a credit and actually get a higher rate and the credit would go towards your closing costs. So let's say that this is the normal option and this is the one where you're gonna receive a credit. So they're both conventional loans, let's say they're 5%. 30 year loans, let's say, let's just blank out the closing costs so that those aren't a factor. Um, let's make the mortgage insurance the same for each of these. And let's say that normally you get a 3% rate. Um, however, you wanna get a, a higher rate and get a credit. So let's say you're getting, I don't know, 3.5% and they're going to give you a credit of, uh, let's say $3,500. Okay, so $3,500 has a credit towards your closing costs. Um, what would this do? So this, your payment is just a little bit higher. Um, you are paying more in interest. And so over a period of 30 years, that's an additional $35,000. So only to get 3,500. Uh, now you're probably not gonna be at home for 30 years let's say just five, even over five years. Okay, well, it costs $5,000 in interest to get a $3,500 uh, credit. Okay, uh, over 10 years, $15,000 extra in cost just to get that $3,500 credit up front. So if that's something you're fine with, then that's okay. Just know that there is this trade-off um, between the two where, you know, obviously you're gonna be paying less in interest to have that lower rate. However, you might need the extra credit for your closing costs. And if, if so, it's okay. Just make sure um, you under, like are comfortable with the trade-off between those two. Um, Patrick, I am signing a sales contract for a new construction tonight. Um, their preferred lender is giving me $8,000 credit if I use them. They have no origination fees or underwriting fees. Uh, what else should I consider before selecting them as a lender? Yeah, most of the time working with the builder's lender is usually the most cost-saving option. Um, just since they work together, they normally kind of will provide some savings uh, that other lenders might not be able to touch. And so I would at least say make sure you are getting quotes from other lenders to make sure that this is at least you know in line that uh, they are giving you truly a better offer. The only other thing that I would ask from them is what they expect as far as their turn times. So their turn times are how long it's gonna to take to actually process uh, your loan. So you wanna spot that. And then who are you going to be in contact with? Um, and these aren't things that where there's like a right or wrong answer. It's just helpful to know them up front. Are you gonna be in contact with the loan officer? Are you gonna be in contact with the processor? And what kind of responsiveness are you expecting? Right, you're not expecting somebody to reply to you within, you know couple minutes but I want someone like at least within a day to get back with me and so that would be the main thing I watch out for sometimes it can be easy to run into lenders where you kind of get passed around to a bunch of different people and then it's hard for you if you have a concern or a problem that you run into for that actually to be voiced and solved 
and you want to have some assurance that working with this lender, if you do have a question, there's going to be someone who can answer it. Um, or if there's a problem that comes up, there's going to be someone that can help uh, help you with that as well. But uh, fantastic question. If I take the time as a low to moderate income home buyer to save up for a conventional home loan, would it be worth it as opposed to getting PMI tied to the monthly cost? Would it be worth it as opposed to getting PMI tied up to the monthly cost? Hmm. So I think with this would be the, with the assumption that the conventional loan would be 20% down. So uh, to remove mortgage insurance, to have that not be included on the loan, uh, you need a 20% down payment. Um, so if that's the case, uh, then that could be an option. It's really just going to depend um, a lot. Like if you want to look at like just what is the interest savings on, um, I just, I like this calculator. We're going to pull this calculator up. Uh, if you want to look at, you know, let's say the minimum down, minimum, uh, let's see. So on a conventional loan, although you said conventional, so you're probably thinking of FHA. So let's say we're comparing FHA 3.5% down to a conventional 20% down. Two like pretty standard loans. FH, this is kind of more considered a first time buyer loan. This would be more considered as kind of the bread and butter conventional. Um, so if we're looking at the difference between these two, um, conventional, I'm gonna flip this to FHA, 3.5% down, 20%. Uh, FHA is probably gonna be, let's say 3.2, let's say three. And let's just say no closing costs and points so we don't get distracted by that. Um, if that were the case, and I'm going to bring this down to maybe 300. I'm just going to put in some like general averages around here that I would expect. So you would see the, the payment difference. The FHA is going to be a lot higher because of its mortgage insurance. Um, and it's also a higher loan amount than the conventional. Um, but if you're looking over a period of 10 years, the conventional loan is cheaper by $47,000, right? Uh, and we can see the difference in interest, um, the difference in finance mortgage insurance and monthly mortgage insurance that FHA has. And so if this is what you're considering here is, do I go with this option or this option? Um, how long is it going to take you to save up to qualify on the side? And if it's not gonna take you that long, the payoff is probably going to be pretty significant because again, $47,000 in savings. That's $47,000 in extra cost if you chose to go with the FHA loan. That's just over 10 years, even over five years. That's almost $30,000 in savings. Um, you know, and of course, over 30 is just about $88,000 um, in savings that you get going with a conventional 20% down compared to a minimum FHA down. So that's the question I would ask is, you know, how long is it going to take me? To have that kind of savings and also keep in mind conventional you don't have to put 20 percent down let's say you did the minimum three percent down um, you're still going to have a mortgage insurance but it's going to be usually significantly less than fha's um, and eventually mortgage insurance is going to fall off right so i can see still huge savings um, but if i scroll down here i'm paying mortgage insurance for seven years and eight months compared to on the FHA loan, it will never fall off. So those are, I think, some of the things that, some of the pros and cons that you want to weigh when you're considering those two loans. So um, I hope that helps you out.
Um, okay, we were asking about some markets. No, do, 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 do. Um, where can I find this template? So this is not available yet. Um, I'm working on kind of buttoning up everything to make sure it's super solid. I have a couple like very minor details I need to work on. Um, and then I'm going to release this in, I have a digital home buying planner, um, which is just going to be filled with like a bunch of to-dos, a bunch of different calculators. Um, it's basically going to take you through every step of the home buying process because like uh, two of the biggest questions that I feel like people face when they're looking to buy a home is what do I do next and how do I choose the right loan? And so this planner is going to solve both of those problems. It's going to tell you what to do next every step of the way and also help you choose the right loan option for you as well. Um, and so I will be announcing that when it's available probably within the next few months. Um, so I'm trying to work on that as quickly as I can. But uh, there's a lot to include <laughs> in this to make sure it's all um, done properly or the best way. Um, do you think now is a good time to buy an Oahu? Uh, I have no clue. I know nothing about the Hawaii market, but I imagine it's a little bit different than uh, maybe the rest of the U.S. I, I don't really know. I don't hear much about the Hawaii market um, other than it's really expensive. <laughs> um do you recommend doing cash out refis? I think cash out refis can be great. I would also compare it against doing something like a home equity line of credit. That might be an easier solution, potentially maybe a cheaper solution than a cash out refi. Normally the costs to do that are a little bit lower on the um, the home equity line of credit. All right. Well, thank you all for being here. I really appreciate your time and the questions that you asked. If I couldn't answer it, I am terribly sorry. Feel free to leave a comment on another video and uh, I can reply and answer there, but I will be doing a live next week, probably Wednesday, uh, again, somewhere around this time. Um, and I hope to see you all soon. Have a wonderful night.